0: Welcome to Redefining Active Investing, the podcast from ECP Asset Management, where we share our insights on markets, industries, and the highest quality companies we can find. In this episode, our investment team discuss our latest insights piece, which is available on our website at ecpam.com. You can also find the link to the article in the show notes below. Now, without further ado, here's the conversation on the power of passion.
1: I'm Damon Callahan, and with me is Justin Morton, senior member of ECP's Investment Committee, who recently wrote a fascinating article about companies protecting the loyalty of passionate customers and how important that is in driving long-term value. Justin, at ECP, we spend a lot of time looking for businesses with sustainable competitive advantages. You recently published an article talking about a relatively unappreciated area of potential competitive moat.
2: Can you tell us what that was about? Yeah, thanks, Damon. So, the focus of the article was on a particular kind of customer base, that being hobbyists. These are people who are really passionate about their specific hobby. It goes beyond what you might typically think about in terms of brand loyalty. For these people, their hobby is a big part of how they define who they are. And we view a company having this kind of customer base as a potentially really valuable asset. Their hobby is usually a key part of their discretionary spend, it's something that they're unwilling to let go. It's a sticky area of their budget. You know, it's, it's not the first thing to go when purse strings get tight. These are recurrent spenders who stay in the hobby for many years. And perhaps most importantly, because they really love the hobby, they're often actively trying to get friends, family to try it out as well. You basically have this volunteer army of a marketing department, and it's a really awesome word of mouth recruitment tool. So in the article, we identify a number of brands or or businesses with this sort of customer base. And it's interesting, if you think about any generic independent hobby store, you'll find that just a handful of brands actually probably make up most of their sales. The highest selling brand will usually either be Magic the Gathering or Warhammer, which together probably gets you to about 50% of sales. And then if you add in Dungeons and Dragons and Pokemon, you're probably at 80 to 85% of total sales. And one interesting point is something that all of these brands have in common is that they've all been around for decades. It's a really hard slog to build up these kinds of passionate customer bases to any kind of scale and there's a real competitive advantage in these histories. And so Justin, is the investment opportunity here
1: identifying the sort of relationship that exists between a company brand and the passionate
2: customers or is there a deeper layer here that we need to think about? Yeah, I, I think there's a key insight there that for investors just finding that customer base is is only one piece of the puzzle. Obviously, the customer will have a certain relationship with the brand. But as you say, that brand itself is then owned by a company. And it's sort of that third leg of the relationship where these things can sometimes go wrong. In the article, we go into a bit of detail around some recent controversies with both Dungeons and Dragons and Magic. Those are two brands owned by Wizards of the Coast and ultimately Hasbro. But the key point is that There's often some level of conflicting motivation for these corporates between maximizing T-zero monetization or monetization today and maximizing long-term value capture and creation. You know, how hard should I pull the price lever? How much effort do I want to spend engaging the community as I develop the product or update the game? How much stock do I put in what they say that they want versus what it's easy for me to charge for? These are really important questions because there's a bunch of examples over time where if you get it wrong you can lose big groups of these valuable customers for good and so to
1: this end your article identified games workshop as a business doing this the right way can, can you just walk us through
2: that yeah so for listener context games workshop are the corporate owners of the warhammer brand which is a tabletop game where players will each control an army of little miniature models that they build and paint themselves And then essentially they fight the army of other players. Games Workshop certainly isn't a business that has done this the right way forever. Uh, There was something of a lost decade from around 2005 where the business basically didn't grow, they turned off a lot of customers, they lost a lot of customers. But there was a big management change in 2016 which involved a new CEO being appointed and the company's strategy has evolved significantly since then. That's from little stuff like changing the mission statement to include a bit about customers and inspiring customers, to massively increasing social media outreach so people feel more involved, and also really proactively working with players, customers around new additions to the game. To my eyes, there now is sort of a clear north star for management here, which is How do we make our hobbyists happy? And that approach, focusing on sustainable, long-term value creation, I think is really attractive.
1: In your article, I noticed that you talked about Games Workshop's approach to store rollout in this context.
2: Yeah, I I think that's sort of the cleanest and, and clearest example of this strategy in action. And it's something that kept turning up in our research, how they approach rolling out new stores. So games workshops sell products through three channels. They sell online, they sell through company-owned re- physical stores, and they also sell through independent trade partners. What we found was that in underpenetrated markets like North America, when they open up a new company store, not only does it itself generate revenue, but within a year, the trade accounts that would be in that catchment area also actually see a boost to their own sales. It's sort of a reverse cannibalization effect. And the reason for it is how important store managers are to the business model. So store managers at Games Workshop are themselves pretty passionate Warhammer hobbyists, and they and their store act as really important community builders in the local market. They get people more engaged, they bring more people into the hobby. And that community building effect also benefits trade partners. Customers might go into the Games Workshop store to play in a tournament or to play with their mates, but they might actually spend their money at their trade store that's down the street from their house. So that leads to this reverse cannibalization, which we think is a real testament to the value of the franchise, but it's also something that for most businesses would be assigned to start rolling out as many stores as possible, as quickly as possible, What Games Workshop have done is take a much more patient approach. Because of how important the store manager is to the business model, they're very considered in making sure that they put the right person in those roles. So they don't want to open up a store with the wrong fit and risk, in effect, poisoning the pool of that local market. There's a clear sacrifice of near-term sales to build out this customer base the right way for maximizing value creation over time. We find that long-term perspective, especially when combined with what is a really valuable asset in the Warhammer IP, a really attractive investment opportunity. If you enjoyed
0: this episode of redefining active investing, please don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please remember to read the disclaimer in the show notes. If you would like to learn more about ECP Asset Management and the way we think about investing, please visit our website at ecpam.com, subscribe to our blog or follow us on LinkedIn.